0: welcome to the tap into safety podcast where dr suzanne barn ceo and co-founder discusses the latest research reports and interesting topics to help health and safety human resource and training professionals in their efforts to keep every worker safe every day hello everyone and thanks for joining me Well 2020 certainly was a year like no other and it looks like 2021 is going to see us trying to recover from a pandemic and will bring with it ever-increasing challenges. And during the pandemic we saw a rise in anxiety levels, increased depressive thoughts and use of substances. Evidence suggests that mental illness is the pandemic within the COVID-19 pandemic. Interestingly Although COVID-19 has and is crippling many, it's also likely that we may be developing long-term resilience. New research suggests that actively cultivating social support, adaptive meaning and direct pro-social behaviours to reach the most vulnerable can have a powerful mental health resilience promoting effect. For this podcast, I talk about four common myths about resilience to provide strategies to build resiliency in individuals and the community as we manage and emerge from the pandemic. The first myth is exposure to trauma creates mental illness. Now most individuals are exposed to at least one or often several traumatic events during the course of their lifetime. For example, the death of a loved one, and life-threatening medical events. The link between traumatic events and post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, and persistent complex bereavement disorder, also known as PCBD, is well known. However, the majority of individuals who are exposed to a traumatic event do not develop PTSD, and only a minority of individuals who lose a spouse or child develop clinical depression. A common response to trauma is an increase in mental health resilience and gradual recovery. Research after the 9-11 attacks shows that 86% of first responders do not have PTSD. Also, only 10% of Chinese health workers at the front line of the SARS outbreak reported PTSD symptoms. It is likely given historic evidence that long-term resiliency will be the most common outcome from the COVID-19 pandemic, even for frontline workers and those directly impacted by the disease. Myth number two is resilient people don't have bad days or weeks. This is probably a good time to provide a definition of mental health resilience. And one that has been suggested is that it's a constellation of behaviours that prompt individuals and communities to persist and move forward despite adversity. So to bust that myth, the most resilient among us will have bad days and will have negative emotions. But it's our response to them that matters. Resilience means continuing to show up and move forward even when we're at our lowest we're likely to experience an increase in anxiety, loneliness and sadness. But that doesn't mean we're not resilient. Engaging in adaptive behaviours while struggling or experiencing intense fear, anxiety or grief is resilience. Examples of adaptive behaviour include active problem solving, seeking social support, sharing with others that you're struggling right now, tolerating uncertainty and generating hope for the future. My third myth is you're either resilient or you're not. Resilience is built and learned over time and shaped by our behaviours, thoughts and the environment we live and work in. Significantly, social support is a great builder of mental health resilience. The more support you have, even when you don't lean on it, the more likely your confidence and resilience will grow. Being in this together helps to bolster resilience and provide a sense of purpose to survive the pandemic. Strong, supportive communities are essential conduits for material and emotional resources when individuals need them the most. Acts of tolerance, support and kindness can strongly buffer against the negative effects of the pandemic to build mentally resilient people. Being grateful and using mindfulness meditations also help to reduce negative thoughts. Myth number four is poor mental health outcomes from COVID-19 is a hoax. The COVID-19 pandemic is undoubtedly leading to poor mental health outcomes especially in the short term. For example, 50 to 75% of healthcare workers in China are beginning to report increased depression symptoms. This type of distress is not unusual in the short term. Also, people are isolated in unsafe environments and there's a reported rise in domestic violence cases. During periods of lockdown, access to mental health care and social services is slower. And working from home arrangements can increase feelings of isolation and disconnect. However, this is where strong social and community support can play a significant positive role. And only time will tell if poor mental health outcomes become long-term issues or if our mental health resilience kicks in as we overcome the adversity called COVID-19. So to summarise, our four myths were, exposure to trauma creates mental illness, and this is not the case. The second one was, resilient people don't have bad days or weeks, once again, this isn't the case. Number three, you're either resilient or you're not. Once again, myth busted. And finally, poor mental health outcomes from COVID-19 is a hoax, and that is definitely not the case. So just to finish this podcast, the COVID-19 pandemic is not declining as we start 2021. The global community is working together collectively to develop a vaccine. So hopefully we'll have a better result by the end of this year. But many countries are still experiencing increased case numbers and changes in the virus to create other strains and they're working through their second and third waves of infections. However, as human beings, we have an incredible capacity to adapt and heal from adversity, and we do this best when we support each other. Actively cultivating social support, adaptive meaning, and direct pro social behaviours to reach the most vulnerable can have a powerful mental health resilience-promoting effect. So go out and support each other. Be grateful for what you have. And together, we're going to get through this. You have been listening to Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder of Tap Into Safety. If you would like to read more about this topic and other related topics, or to contact them for more information, please visit their website at www.tapintosafety.com.au. If you'd like to hear more of these podcasts, search for Tap Into Safety on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider. Until the next time, we hope you keep safe and well.